0: We're not heroes. This is a podcast. We're not heroes. We're doing this for fun. We're not heroes. This is a podcast. We're not heroes. What are you fucking dumb? Good morning and welcome to Chatman and Robin. I'm Max Peterson.
1: And I'm Bird
0: Oh my god, can you did you ever think <laughs> we were gonna say those words again?
1: Uh, no, I it, actually it, forgot them. It, so. was look,
0: it was looking very <sighs> doubtful um for for like six months or eight or ten months. Yeah, how long
1: has it been? Do I don't know? know.
0: When did we move to the Brookton house? We are in a whole May? new chat cave, ladies and gentlemen. Was it May? Yeah, we signed our lease in May because that's. So it's when been four months. Four months. We've been off the air for four months. We've been dead for four months. <laughs> we Lazarused this shit. um The sad thing is, is I've had these microphones set up in the office for like. Three, A couple uh, weeks. Three weeks or four weeks now, and we just, uh, we've been too busy with this other little tiny project thing that we're kind of racing frantically, desperately, doing coke and lines of speed off each other's sweaty butt cracks. Ew, no. <laughs> Sometimes you can't get all of it off because it's sticking to the sweat, and you gotta okay. wipe it and rub it on your gums.
1: <laughs> Why did I just imagine you just like doing that? Just the, doing like teeth. Pulling that teeth lip back and, and just, just like. like
0: <laughs> Just rubbing my gums straight on your butt crack. Because <laughs> that sounds like something I do. That's that's probably why you're imagining that. <laughs> so, uh, so we're back. This is it. I think it's episode 22 or episode 21. That's. We took. we we're took enough
1: to drink. Oof, we took way too
0: fucking long off. Um, oh. let's do that. Let's do that. Speaking Cheers. of drinking, let's, uh,. Let's talk about that real quick—not drinking, but the uh, the weird podcast that kind of involves drinking—and <clears throat> then we'll jump into the news of the last four months. But uh, yeah, now that we're back and we've got this thing set up, and I—God, <coughs> it feels good to hear my own comforting dulcet tones in my left ear. <laughs> Let me tell you what—I have Aww. missed hearing me talk. Um, what? You see? Huh.
1: I've never noticed that the walls on here were like written on.
0: Yeah, there's one over the over our desks that says, Fuck the police. <laughs> um, someone wrote on the walls of the office that we're in. The new chat no. the new chat cave is like a ten by ten micro office where we packed in all our bookcases and our desks and anybody who's been here says it's very cozy and very it feels very intellectual but that's mostly just because of the books but <laughs> someone wrote on the walls in like a slightly less white white so you can only see the writing from certain angles and over the desk my what? brother noticed it says fuck the police what does that one say do you can you read it
1: uh there's one that says love and sex and the love other one says drunk in love
0: Love and sex, drunk and love. Okay, I mean, I can... Oh, there's more in the corner over here. I can, I can get behind
1: Crazy that. Crazy in love.
0: Oh, my God. Somebody... And then fuck the police. Think...
1: Oh, what's this one?
0: Do you think fuck the police had anything to do with the uh, love and sex thing? Oh, Bird's forgotten the rules of podcasting. Now we have dead air. I have no one to talk to.
1: Sorry. It's
0: <laughs> okay. Sorry,
1: I had to read it all. I, I think it actually was a different color and somebody scrubbed it off or painted over it.
0: Mm. Okay. So here we are in the chat cave, surrounded by messages of sex and death and fucking and uh, authority figures. I don't know, but uh, we're planning. I'm planning on starting another podcast because some of the episodes that people seem to really like, which is odd for me, is um, they really like the movie commentary tracks that me and Alice did, and then later me and Bird did with Evil Dead. Even though the, the second half of that podcast was us just going cringing. <laughs> oh, 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 no, no. <laughs> But uh, So I'm gonna do a new podcast I haven't figured out the name of it yet I've, I've suggested a few things but Bert thinks they're all dumb ideas So And she knows best Mama knows best um, But we're gonna do a podcast a, a weekly podcast just like Chapman and Robin Where we I sit down with somebody And we do a movie commentary track Specific to genre I've got one host lined up We're gonna watch movie, movies about music and rock stars And stuff like that One gentleman is cerebral weird movies That are Cerebral and weird And then uh, My brother's I'm gonna try and convince my brother To do war and fighting movies And Bird Is going to do
1: We don't know We have no idea Um
0: (laughs) Evil Dead was a lot of fun, so I'm kind of thinking horror would be cool. How bitching would it be to sit down and like get a little drunk? It's kind of getting
1: towards that season where and we start just watching horror films
0: so continually. We could do the old Evil Dead movies, but I'm thinking like, what if we did like the soft, like the later Saw oh, films
1: mm-mm. and like
0: the hostile movies? Really, Ooh, you're not, not a big I'm gore like, fan.
1: Um, I saw the first Saw movie years and years ago. Um, and it just made me cringe. That like, one wasn't even bad. I couldn't enjoy it. I was just like, ow, 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 ow. You know. That one
0: wasn't even bad. Saw three, I think, is mm. the worst one for me. It's the one where they they hook this dude up to like a like a St. Andrew's cross, mm-hmm. but each arm of the St. Andrew's cross individually moves and it twists him into pieces. And Gross. like you see all his bones, like, oh, it's fuck. It's pretty fucking no. nasty. <laughs> it just like twists them all into just little itty bitty bits. <laughs> Um, so maybe we'll watch the classier side of horror film. <laughs> we'll watch John Carpenter's Halloween and stuff. Mm. One thing I really like about the idea of doing this with you, like mm-hmm. I like the idea of those other three hosts I'm hoping to have as well because we all know what uh, what Smokey McSmoker pants. He's, he's going to be a fucking blast because he knows so <laughs> much shit about music. Uh, but you have been working on a movie. Yes. For two years on and off with me so yes. you can actually I, like that could be a little like film school podcast where we talk about like <laughs> film and compare and contrast like i feel like you can get brainy with me i like brainy podcasts oh, yeah. as you can tell as we started by snorting snorting, snorting speed. coke smoke no cracks. rubbing butt crack speed right. on our gums yeah so we actually don't do speed and it's not not our thing but um yeah talk about let's talk about that the movie which everybody keeps hitting me up on, oh, on Twitter. And okay, Facebook.
1: we have what? Um,
0: we have five
1: minutes. Not even.
0: Yeah, three minutes. We have three minutes. Bird has been working on the color grid. Uh, tell us what the color grade is. So just for, um, the, for those of the, those people who aren't super familiar with the process of film post production, i.e., hell, tell them <laughs> tell them exactly what circle of hell you are working on right now.
1: So it's basically. Um, like a program that photoshops okay. your film it it alters the uh it's like photo editing it's, it's like photoshop film.
0: that you can apply to clips
1: right like hundreds Moving. or thousands
0: of frames at a time yeah. using like very advanced parameters and we're using a great color grading program tyler i mentioned this earlier tyler latondres did my latondres did my uh <laughs> i can never say his name without mocking it <laughs> he Aww. probably doesn't appreciate it that much but uh I love him to death, but he did my color correction, mm-hmm. which is where you neutralize all the colors so you have neutral footage to work with. If you have a, like footage that has too much green or too much red, and then you start throwing filters on it, it looks fucking weird. weird. So, um, Jinx, give me a coke or a uh, Barks root beer, which is my favorite root beer of all time. Anybody okay. listening, hit, comment on this, and we have to we have to settle something here. What's your favorite root beer? Just throw it in the comments section or hit me on Twitter. Is it what is it act? actual max p no it's it's uh, at max j peterson that's my twitter i think anyway Mm -hmm. uh the color grade is where you take neutral looking footage which looks like garbagey crap or neutral crap and you make it look like uh mission impossible like
1: like a real like a hollywood film film. yeah
0: you can like uh, push looks on it and stuff and actually that was one of the questions i wanted to ask you um, cause I haven't really been doing the color grade cause I am functionally retarded when it comes to the program <laughs> that does the color grading mm-hmm. and bird has the RCI and shit like that. I was just throwing filters on it. Like, Ooh, look, Ludwig looks really good on this scene. Instagram. It was bad. It was really bad what I was doing. So she was like, fuck off and stepped in and has been doing the color grade for two months. But, uh, w- what? I saved you from yourself. Can you talk about the look a little bit? Like the looks that you're choosing, like I I'll prompt you if you forget some of the things we've been doing like
1: for. the films that we're sure sort there. of shooting for yeah oh, got a little cheat sheet
0: Hang on. okay so i mean i can start a little bit i know ex- some of the films that we used as inspiration for the look of what we wanted marlon to ultimately look like i borrowed a lot of cinematography um, type tips from these masters uh winter's bone yeah. wh- has always been a major influence on the look of and feel of marlon
1: um, Antichrist as well.
0: Yeah, Antichrist Skyfall. by Lars von Trier. Um, you know what's weird though? Hmm. I've been looking at. I've watched a bunch of other uh, uh, von Trier movies since. Yeah. None of them look like Antichrist. Huh. Antichrist?
1: Antichrist. I would say Antichrist. I
0: don't know. Okay. Well, Antichrist has a really specific look to it. It has a really desaturated like people, and the cabin is really desaturated. But once they're out in nature. Those greens are so rich. Everything is so colorful and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it has like a, a universally depressing color scheme to mm-hmm. it. It's really a harrowing movie just to visually watch. But like Melancholia, that looks like a big like ballroom type. Everything's really saturated and... and
1: lots of golds and yellows. Lots of
0: go- yeah, lots of golds and accent colors and stuff. And Nymphomaniac is shot like a kind of like a, a traditional Hollywood style film but yeah antichrist was a good hmm. one skyfall yeah. girl with the dragon tattoo the yeah. look of girl with a dragon tattoo especially the winter scenes when they're out walking around yeah we have that as one of our reference photos when everything looks kind of gray and you might have brooded a little too long yeah it tastes a little funny but uh that was one i remember um tinker taylor soldier spy
1: yeah, we have that on here. I've never seen it, but oh, looking at this good. now, <laughs> yeah. some of our later scenes are really in that vein.
0: The Tinker Tailor soldier movement. Yeah. If you haven't watched Very it, dark. That, that might be a good cool place to start with you. Would you be Oh we we might have Is, to just that's
1: like a it's a spy, spy military
0: spy it's, it's a spy thriller, like total espionage. Like uh it's got Gary Oldman, it's got Tom Hardy. No, the Gary Oldman and Tom Hardy. That's all I need to sell a ticket for you. Amen. Two, two of your favorite actors, but I, yeah, because I'd love to watch all the Bond films with you too. That'd be a blast.
1: I haven't seen them,
0: so maybe we could do all the Bond movies in a fucking row. <laughs>
1: Wouldn't
0: that be killer? All right. Anyway, I think we
1: need to find a theme and, and, and stick, stick in a with a theme. It.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, who am I to do spy movies with? Anyway, um, <laughs> I gotta have a, I gotta have somebody good to do spy <sighs> movies with, man. Um so yeah i'm sorry i I jumped all over you there so those are the films we used as inspiration for the actual look of the film while we were shooting it like i I tried to use those cinematography of those films for inspiration Mm -hmm. not so much the color grade but the cinematography of prisoners now i'm this is my first movie i'm retarded um so (laughs) I hope Brandon ward's not listening if he is he's gonna punch the shit out of me when he hears that he hates that word and I, i suppose i should use it less but uh prisoners prisoners was a big inspiration for me for cinematography the cinematography on that film is absolutely genius but when we go to the color grade what are you looking what are your inspirations and what are or what is your idea for it
1: uh it's a lot of technical jargon that probably most people don't understand okay well i mean okay in
0: in real life when we're in reality and we're like driving on our way out to the cabin what was your look for the drive-out scene you pull a lot of shadows what, what well, i'm looking the for whole is like film
1: is very um dark overall yeah uh, pretty heavily shadowed um do you remember
0: my note for the shadows mm-mm. go fincher fight club <laughs> i was like uh can we make this more like fight club and she's like what that has nothing to do with your movie i'm like yeah but the shadows I like how dark Fight Club is. That movie's fucking like black. <laughs> Half that movie is just black. So yeah, it so, is. Oh yeah,
1: very extreme shadows. We're always
0: pushing the shadows. Yeah. Oh, I watched. I watched it yesterday to yeah. do the uh, sound notes. Mm-hmm. Brav fucking oh, like over the top of my head applause for the scene where me where Nate comes out and talks to Marlon at the punching bag and they're looking at the house. Yeah. The shadows when Marlon is talking to Nate are pushed so dark that like his face and eye sockets are just like pure black and you can only see like a tiny little bit of shine in marlon's (laughs) eyes it's and then you flip to nate and nate looks normal because he's front lit you know and marlon is like standing in the way of some shadows he's half in like these dark shadows so there's like cigar tip flare and smoke and his eyes are like black fucking shark eyes and then nate looks like a normal person when we cut back and forth it looks so good um but how did you i mean some one people who've read the script know there's some scenes in there that would need to be not just uh, like a little bit of extra shadow and a little bit of desaturation like for example the fantasy sequence mm. what was your what was your your what did you do to the fantasy sequence to kind of bring out the unreality of that scene
1: well since everything else that we were doing was so desaturated and mm. kind of grayish kind of cool gray mm i really bumped up the saturation of the fantasy so it was very bright very kind of in your face um
0: the colors are all very rich yeah
1: very warm mm-hmm. um so it was like a complete departure
0: yeah this is a cold from movie. the normal frame one to the last scene cold there's blue there's you can tell when you put the blue filters over everything everybody looks like every scene just looks like ball shatteringly freezing but back to the back to the fantasy. <laughs> sorry
1: um I got to make a uh, a preset called uh, Summer Goddess, so yeah, Mariah will probably enjoy that.
0: Mariah is the Summer Goddess.
1: Um, there's this... this great shot of her coming out of the lake that I really enjoyed. Was
0: it um, when the one where she stands up out of the lake yep. or when she's walking? Like yeah, she stands, where she stands up, up out of the lake. But the big the gold over top. Yeah, of that, there's right?
1: like a gold filter over it. And...
0: I think I threw up on Instagram. I was like, um, I was like at Bird Smash um uh, color grade equals making people who look great naked look better naked
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes accurate
0: and we got uh we discovered that the vignette tool is incredible and that is a big part of a cinematic look
1: pretty much everything yeah
0: how do you differentiate when marlin is hallucinating because this is somewhere where we originally disagreed. We really
1: a lot. argued about this. Yeah,
0: I wanted to like do like really extreme chromatic aberration, like
1: psychedelic,
0: psychedelic type footage, and like, oh, I want to like, okay, can we twist it in a circle so that Marlon's <laughs> head revolves like in The Exorcist, and let's do a star wipe, and like all sorts of horrible i was like let's do cheesy powerpoint stuff oh, it. but it I really wasn't that bad but i really wanted her to push it far i was like let's blur the whole thing let's do chromatic aberration and do like a bleach bypass filter so that everyone's colors are all weird and people look like oompa loompas i just wanted to really like twist it so it wasn't didn't look real and bird was like no why did you and what was your argument it was a really good argument especially for the theater
1: hmm. you remember I don't remember exactly what I said to you told to me you. that
0: where we shot Like the way we shot and where we shot Already looked so unreal and dreamlike mm-hmm. That doing all these effects Would actually just take away from The camera work that Tyler and Steven right. did that day
1: I I think going over the top anyway mm-hmm. Would have detracted It would have looked amateur
0: that was, Yeah that was a big thing for you um, You always said that like the, the more extreme looks The more shit you throw on there the more it looks like film. you don't
1: know what you want or what you're yeah, doing, so you're looks... just throwing something on there to hopefully achieve some. Too sort
0: many of... effects look student filmy or Michael Bay, which is basically oh. the same thing. <laughs> shitty, shitty overall is what we're talking about. Although, that what did you think of the trailer for that new Michael Bay movie? We oh saw my yesterday? god, that was hysterical.
1: Did you hear the guy behind us? No, what
0: did he say? <laughs>
1: He's like, Too bad it looks good, too bad it was made by Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I just cracked up.
0: I was like, "If you know what? I, I Watching the trailer for it, I can't remember what it's called. It's like 13 Hours or 13 Men or yeah, American something. Valor recruitment film or <laughs> Number something. Number two. I thought, yeah, I was like, you know what they should have called it? Six American Snipers. <laughs> 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 I mean, come on, dude. That's what it looks like. They're like, uh, what was that? There's one line in the trailer where I almost like laughed popcorn out of my mouth. It was like... <laughs> Come on, guys, we've got 36 American lives to save. I know, I was like, um... I'm so glad I'm
1: not the only one who picked up on that. It looked like fucking
0: Team America, but with beards and actual guns, (laughs) dude. Like, if they'd driven in on, like, an American flag truck with, like, Born to be Free playing on the radio, (laughs) or, like... Bad to the Bone. Bad to the Bone, or Made in America. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, at the end of it, you almost hear, like... Bam now, now, you know. Oh my god, I might uh, go see it just to just. To I couldn't make fun. believe no, they put
1: that one guy from the office from the office I in a like, big beard. Are Although, you fucking kidding me? You know for
0: real though, he looks kind of beefy.
1: He's just Cheap. he's so.
0: Fresh-faced Sweet and innocent Sweet
1: boy next door I mean, he though buffed, He buffed like, up a little
0: bit No baby he trained, he trained Navy SEALs at Quantico So he knows what's I up
1: I didn't believe that line for a second Neither did I
0: I was like This guy pushed pencils at Quantico And drew pictures of Navy SEALs on his notebooks <laughs> <laughs>
1: Adorable Okay
0: uh, see, Like you wait, You're waiting for the one scene Where like You know the, the ambassador they're trying to save Just stands up And puts his hand over his heart And is like I pledge allegiance to the flag, while the oh my god I, that that trailer looked amazing, amazing. Me and Sam, I think me and Sam are to do Lone Survivor first as our first film. <laughs> Sam is way big into like the war movies and shit. I'm gonna have to dig back, otherwise I'll just be too tempted. Anything that's set in Iraq. Always Except for Hurt Locker Always feels like A propaganda oh, fan to me Oh that was good Doesn't it?
1: That wasn't um, Jeremy that Renner That was Jeremy was Renner Oh my god We just really? saw Jeremy
0: Renner yesterday Let's talk about Mission Impossible Shit. We just saw Jeremy Renner yesterday In Mission Impossible And you know what This guy I like Jeremy Renner I like him a lot Everything I am see him in I'm like he's doing pretty good work But he just cannot catch a fucking break he's got and all he... these bit parts and everything you know oh, like he's hawkeye yeah. who you know you know notoriously is like the avenger that they don't need and everyone's always <laughs> shitting all over him they're like what the fuck is the point of this guy oh. and then you know hurt locker he was the lead and he was amazing right that. but then he went and tried to do the bourne legacy where he like took up the mantle of jason bourne and the movie really? just crashed and burned and it died oh. yeah and now in mission impossible he's playing like the boss who doesn't really do anything but just kind of he's the
1: boss the that nobody respects he's like the new boss
0: yeah but like yeah. of all the characters in that movie he does the least and seems to be like the least important character in the movie. Oh, i don't know like alec baldwin was the cia director and he stole the show from jeremy renner i don't know i want this guy to catch a break because yeah. he's good i feel like if you put him in something weird mm-hmm. he'd be really really good but what do you think of mission impossible five This is current. This is current because this movie is still out. If you like our review of Mission Impossible 5, you could go and see this. Or you could tell it to fuck itself because our review is (laughs) bad.
1: This is my first Mission Impossible movie. I haven't seen any Mm. before this one. Um, This is
0: good. Your opinion is pure.
1: It was okay. Um, It was a a good, like, um, you know, not going to pull any heartstrings Popcorn munching summer flick Spy,
0: it was you like, know, it, was it was spy just... thriller There was gadgets, there was car chases
1: They were The gadgets were like Absurd though, I was like no, that's... Are you kidding me? Yeah, no. but
0: that's what they always do They always do this sort of shit with Mission Impossible And early James Bond, wait till we get to some of the like James Bonds from the 70s and 80s <laughs> They're like, and now here's a car that'll turn into a submarine, oh my God. and like has TiVo. It's <laughs> this is very in the tradition. TiVo. <laughs> yeah. What you, the, oh my God! The best scene is spoilers. We're talking about Mission Impossible Five now, so spoilers. But uh, the best scene is when Tom Cruise does the underwater shit.
1: Oh. Was whoa. your heart not just like? <laughs> I wanted to throw up.
0: Oh my God! It's when he was so like choking in the water. I was like. <laughs> When he's trying to, like, turn it, he's, like, running out of air and can't keep it together and he's got his hands and then he floats away.
1: But ugh. you know that the chick is going to come save him. Yeah, because
0: it's halfway through the movie and if Tom right. fucking he cruise die. dies, like, right. uh, no fucking – no, I mean, that, that'd be I, I a I guess bold I did move. appreciate that, though. That the, that the girl saved him. That the girl saved
1: him. But yeah. think about
0: that. Wouldn't that just – that would be a bold move, right? Just kill. Kill Tom Cruise halfway through Mission Impossible and then, like, his team has to – Finish shit out and the girl becomes the main character
1: that would be sweet
0: i'm gonna be wild she
1: was a badass yeah
0: the chick was very very one smoking hot two yes. total smoking badass chopping people with knives and doing all sorts of like you know the the type of martial arts moves that are not practical in real life like stepping up people and then wrapping around on yeah. the upper body i mean no but she
1: got in a knife fight with a guy
0: that is true. She got an yeah, and it and wasn't. And she
1: can ride a motorcycle like a motherfucker. It wasn't
0: the most realistic knife fight I've ever seen. Like for me, knife fight number one, best knife fight on film. There's two of them. Two of them come immediately to mind. Born Identity, no. Born Supremacy, I think the second one. Either the first or second one. Born gets in a knife fight and he fights the dude with a pen. What? You haven't seen? Oh shit! We got to watch those movies, man. You should do spy thrillers with me. There's so many. We could get through those and then switch to horror. But uh yeah, he gets in like a f- knockdown drag out fight, knife fight with an assassin and he's fighting the dude with like a ballpoint pen and he's like stabs into his hand up under his skin. <laughs> but like Ew. it they play it really real. There's no like we're not parrying with our knives. There's mm-hmm. a lot of like people are getting cut on the arm and like throwing punches and tripping and throwing shit in the way of the other person mm-hmm. to fuck him up. It's really realistic. It's not in like
1: a hotel room, is it?
0: It's in some woman's house, I think But it's a really realistic fight Now, the other knife fight that I think is really realistic Is in Quantum of Solace And that is in a hotel room Mm. That's Daniel Craig versus Knife Assassin That is very, very violent Any knife fight where people are parrying Like, with their knife Or they're using, like, catches And stuff like that to You know, manipulate the knife blades Anytime you see an assassin Holding it in Ice Pit Grip Also... I call bullshit No trained assassin Would ever limit The reach of their blade That much Ice pick grip is useless But
1: Unless you knew You were gonna jump On top of somebody And stab them in the chest I suppose
0: so From above You get more power But you lose so much reach But yeah she is I guess that did make sense For her But uh In Quantum of Solace They're like Smashing through windows And walls And like he's using... He, like, wraps his arm in, like, a... I think a bed sheet to, like, absorb the knife blows. And he doesn't, like, cut the dude's throat or, like, stab him in his eye socket. He, like, gets the dude down and stabs him in the thigh. Severs his femoral artery. Mm. And the guy bleeds out in a couple seconds. And I was like, shit, yeah, dude. Quantum of Solace is a great knife fight scene. If you like knife fighting, watch that. It's a good one. Um... Where's I going with all this? Anyway, do you... How the girl's a badass. The girl is a badass. So we won't get too far into Mission Impossible 5. I thought it was good. I really dug it. <laughs> Tom Cruise, when he jumps over the hood and trips. Oh, that's
1: hysterical. There was some
0: really good, like, they funny... They definitely,
1: like, lightened kind it up. of poked fun at themselves a That's what done. it
0: was for me. Mission Impossible Five was really fun to watch. You weren't sitting there like just like tense the whole time, or you didn't get like teary eyed and shit. You were just like, "This is a blast." Mm-hmm. Everything about this movie is fun and big <laughs> and fun, fun um, and
1: big and
0: fun. Yeah, fun and big and fun. But um, what did you think? Of, do you okay? The poster the, the reviews say better than Bond.
1: Oh hell no.
0: No, you you think New... Bond is better? Which oh, of your yes. which of the three are you fucking stoked for Spectre, or are you still holding up?
1: i'm a little bit nervous
0: because it looks kind of over the top i just don't know that's og bond though is over the top and christoph waltz is probably playing blofeld even though everyone's saying he's not playing blofeld all right i
1: am excited for him of the three
0: new mendez movies that's casino royale quantum of solace and skyfall which is your favorite
1: oh my god
0: you have to choose obviously Uh... quantum of solace is not your favorite because that was a, a bit of a misstep and that's nobody's favorite of those three movies so casino royale or skyfall Skyfall. Skyfall? Yeah, that one's oh, for me absolutely. too absolutely. All that shit in Scotland. Yes, and the moment with
1: the classic car. Fuck
0: yeah. And, and that, ja- I was Dame Judi say... Dench
1: being like a total hard ass. Oh my god. Like... When
0: when wow. Dame Judy Dench uh I never was much of a shot. Oh, but when J- Dame Judy Dench opens <laughs> up the when they open up that fucking garage and there's the original Aston Martin and they Doesn't
1: the music swell at that and moment and, and it's you're not like the yes. new,
0: it's not the new Mendez score either. It's not like the they go old school with it and just the trumpets I was like oh I just came in my pants that movie's fucking amazing and then when she's talking shit and because the suspensions on old cars isn't great and he flips up the ejector button and she's like go ahead eject me see if I care that movie's fucking awesome Skyfall might be my favorite spy movie of the moment um okay second part better than born you think it's better than the born movies no
1: way have
0: you seen all of this I because if you're not okay. remembering the knife fight, I don't there know. are
1: three right yeah. plus the misstep.
0: One? There's a weird one with Jeremy Renner that I have not seen. It's called The Bourne okay. Legacy, but the, the original I'm three. I'm pretty with sure Damon. I have seen Identity, Identity, Supremacy, Ultimatum.
1: I'm pretty sure I've seen which
0: three. is your favorite of those that you can remember. Identity, Identity's fucking killer with the embassy fight scene and the the stone cold assassin shooting the motherfucker in the car with that giant ass silencer. Oh god. That was great, and then the last—never mind. I I could fall down that rabbit hole.
1: You know, I think a big part of it is I like
0: the two
1: actors better than I like Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is fucking weird looking. (laughs) I kept looking at him during the movie, like, "You are so strange looking."
0: But he was so ripped in this movie, dude. Come on, that shit. No,
1: yeah, but I mean, I gave him mad
0: the moment he did the the climb off the pole thing mad props you know I was
1: expecting have you seen um pitch black with Vin Uh, Diesel no I have not okay in that movie he's he's chained up exactly like that Mm -hmm. I was or behind his back you know I was totally expecting him to do the pitch black thing where he rotates his arms all the way around and up over the pole
0: like dislocates his shoulders yeah. or whatever. <clears throat> Gross. I like Tom Cruise's way better, where he's like, I'm look, look at, I'm doing, look, I'm doing so sit ups. Look, how fucking strong. I am. Oh my god. It was te- some of, some bits of that were a little bit testosteroney, but man, that was good. That was a good flick. Go check it out. It's still playing. By all accounts, it's a good movie. By our account, it's a good goddamn movie. <clears throat> Trinity's like desperate to get in. Nope. So, all right. Sorry, I totally derailed the Marlon color grade talk. But we're basically done anyway. Um.
1: Mm-hmm. How
0: much do you have left to go before? What we're going to do is today. are we done today? Today, we're going to finish the color grade and then we're going to watch it. We,
1: yeah, we need to compress it. Are we
0: going to export it to DVD and watch it on the TV downstairs just yes. to make sure everything. Yep. So, yeah, what we're going to do is today, the very first ever full copy, full DVD copy of Marlin is going to exist. I'm going to buy. Uh, there's a program we need. There's a little bit of glitching going on in Final Cut Pro mm-hmm. 10. Which has caused.
1: I hope that takes care of that one dead pixel.
0: It might. No, I think the dead pixel is in the footage because I I seem to recall Tyler saying something about it as well. There's one dead pixel that we probably got from shooting the cameras in a a wood stove heated cabin and then taking them outside and shooting a negative forty or fifty degree Michigan winter. So we probably fucked the cameras up a little. Oh well, shit happens. Yeah, exactly. So today it's our
1: first film. What can what can we do?
0: Second one's gonna be so much better. The one we shoot in Colorado. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, so we're gonna, I'm gonna download Compressor. And we're gonna make the first Marlin DVD. Ooh. 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 texted me. Did you buy a big ball? <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, I can't talk now, Candy, <laughs> Candy Cane. <laughs> no, um, yeah, we're gonna, I'm gonna buy Compressor and we're gonna make the first ever Marlin DVD. Throw it in our what is it like forty two inch, 45 inch TV? How big is our TV? It's big though. Uh, we got it. For- I thought it
1: was like forty two.
0: No. Maybe forty two. We're gonna throw it in my on our big screen HD TV, and we're gonna watch this motherfucker
1: and take notes
0: and take notes on all <laughs> on, of, the color on all of the problems with the color grades, so we can get back up here, rechain ourselves to the desk, and fix them. So that hopefully
1: takes- it will be just like. Easy, this is little a little dark. Di- Except I mean, for that fucking couch scene. I watched it Ugh. yesterday. Yeah,
0: nobody likes the couch scene. I think it's great. That couch well, scene. it's because you guys
1: are just up against this stark white, white wall. wall. It it's looks so bizarre. Funny, you know what it
0: looks like? It looks like clerks.
1: Your yeah. mom looks it's like clerks. It's a straight
0: on shot of two dudes talking. I fucking love that scene. The, the, come on. I mean,
1: like, you guys could have just stuck a poster. Anything. Have. But it's funny, though, right? It's
0: a funny scene, though, right?
1: That one what That's, do you to talk about now
0: um it's right after he found me with jewels down in the basement and i'm smoking the cigarette and i'm like
1: Is that about the panty cocktail
0: no i was like so oh. how was your day you just saw me fucking a dude <laughs> and he's like we i went grocery shopping because we were out of a bunch of shit <laughs> and Marlon's like yeah we needed milk and oh eggs. we need to go grocery shopping we do but uh life imitates art everybody um so the color grade if we watch that tomorrow and then do the corrections tomorrow or the next day yeah bird is looking beastly we'll get to (laughs) that in a second let me write and take a little note down but uh the color grade could be done by saturday right today's wednesday we watch it tomorrow we do the corrections tomorrow and friday done on saturday
1: um it could probably even be done tomorrow thursday yeah, yeah, tomorrow.
0: Yeah, so we're gonna color grade the color grade the. Because
1: we could watch it tonight when you get home from work. We could, and then f- start fresh in the morning and just bang it out.
0: Let's do it. Kay. Let's do it tonight. Like no matter how late we have to stay up, I'm Ugh. burning that DVD. Okay. And we're watching it. We'll get popcorn and notebooks. It'll be a blast. So yeah, so the the color once the color grade is done, we have picture lock, and picture lock means the video portion of Marlin is finished. finished. Donezo.
1: So then it's just getting audio. ADR and Foley. We really don't
0: have that much ADR. Um, That's good. So yeah, I wanted to update people on the audio, what's going on with that a little bit. Um, me and my brother, I wrote the entire score for Marlin with two exceptions. Props. Uh, Mad one, props. I did not write Ave Maria. <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That, uh, that honor goes to Schubert. Schubert wrote Ave Maria. Uh, I did not write Entrance of the Gladiators. I can't remember the dude who wrote that, and I feel bad about it, but there is a brief moment where we use a very sludgy death metal version of Entrance of the Gladiators, which is awesome. And I didn't write the Marlin... It's called the Marlin Suite. I found a pianist mm, who is mm-hmm. a goddamn genius. He's incredible. And... I basically, and
1: a very nice guy. Also a very nice so, guy, yeah,
0: Enron. And, and and Aaron. He, Aaron. He, he doesn't even <laughs> introduce himself as Aaron. He introduces himself as Enron. But uh, I went over to his house. What happened was me and Sam went down to Escanaba to record all this in a recording studio, which Dan got us into because he's a mad genius. And me and Sam recorded all of the guitar and drum parts for every single song in the Marlin score. We had we had scheduled 12 days to do it, uh, six days for metal, six days for country, rockabilly, and um, like uh, Seattle grunge type music. Do you
1: have any just um, sort of like background that's music, what the that's Marlin, like music? That's music? what the
0: Marlin suite is, is okay. Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> And Ron playing piano. But uh, we had scheduled 12 days to record, and me and Sam got everything done in two. Two days.
1: Because you're crazy motherfuckers.
0: We are crazy motherfuckers. Uh, I went down not too long ago and did. Uh, my friend Dre got married recently, so I was holding out on doing heavy metal vocals because I didn't want to go and sing at her wedding and be like, you know, what would I do without your smart mouth? <coughs> <laughs> it's really hard on the old vocals But I went and did uh, I went and did the death metal vocals the other day For four tracks And I had a sore throat for two days But holy shit does ev- This shit sounds so fucking hardcore I can't even deal with it um, That's all gonna be up online soon uh, One of our first priorities is getting the soundtrack done For this reason What time is it?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it is 1:45. Okay, okay, So uh, one of our first uh, priorities Is getting the soundtrack done Here's why marlin's almost finished so we got to take it out next step is finish it get it out to festivals Uh, i have a big giant list of festivals over here so just to give you guys an idea of like what we're looking at here we're going to submit to or or, we're planning to submit to ann arbor film festival chicago underground film fest uh, possibly slam dance those sorts of places atlanta miami nashville seattle ashland cinequest there's a bunch of really good, uh, uh the Fear Fett horror film festival in Biloxi, Mississippi. Indie horror, Crimson Screen horror, Dead Center, and Sundance. We're gonna try and submit to fucking Sundance. This is not a Sundance movie, so I'm not holding out a ton of hope. But you know what? You, never you know, know what? God damn it! It took two years to make this movie. Let's get the scratch together and Shoot send the this. Let's send the shit off to Sundance. Um. So the problem is, is we spent all our money making this fucking movie. And film festivals tend to have submission fees. So what we're gonna do is I'm gonna get some stuff up on the Marlin, on uh, www.quillandfilmproductions.com, and gonna start populating the store. And for right now, and maybe until the whole—I mean, for sure, until the festival run is done, and maybe even after, everything, every single fucking penny that comes in through the store is going into. That's uh, that's our sauce downstairs oh. But every penny that comes in through the store Is going straight into Festival, festival submission fees uh, the, One of the things I hope to get up in the store soon Is the soundtrack So you guys will hopefully be able to listen to such Witty little ditties As uh, White Whale Ahab, Church Burner The Marlin Sweet uh, Let's see what else um, My Baby Got an Abortion Don't You Call Me Baby uh, sick on Sunday morning There's a lot of metal tracks There's country tracks Killer in the Wood Great song um, So hopefully you guys will be able to Be listening to the Marlin soundtrack Before you'll be able to see the film Because film festivals tend not to like Distribution of film before the festival <laughs> um, But uh, yeah So every every dollar that you spend To buy a track Or however much the, the uh, soundtrack Ends up being All that money is flipped immediately into festival submissions so we can get Marlon out to the widest possible audience. The soundtrack's not quite done, we gotta get some piano recorded, we gotta get uh, bass parts recorded, and I have to do heavy metal vocals on one more track. So we're hoping uh, early September that that soundtrack will be done so we can start doing the final mix. Um, the mix is going slowly, but surely, and the next thing that I'm gonna do after we're done with the color grade is start recording the Foley. We have some interesting foley challenges <laughs> for this movie who knew the type I'm of sure we do who knew the type of stuff you'd have to record i have to record uh, mariah Rosado for about 10 minutes of her uh sc- like kind of crying and screaming and begging um for what could be a dream sequence or could be a memory or could be a fantasy or could just not even be in the movie i don't even know but uh gotta get mariah Rosado in like horrible agony for 10 minutes which is a lot to ask somebody to do we have to figure out how how to replicate the sound of a, a sledgehammer smashing into a human face. That's a little bit tricky. We have to watermelon. <laughs> yeah, maybe watermelon we'll start there. We'll stuff some celery into watermelon so you get the cracking bone and the smushy face and all that shit. We got to get uh, we got to get a body being kicked. We have to get a body being stomped. We have to get uh, stomach throat type punches, forehead punches. And then I can't really spoil it because I don't want to spoil the end of the movie. But we have to get a sound effect that is so fucking weirdly specific and so gross and so important that. Damn, Are you
1: just actually gonna buy a chunk of meat?
0: I might for that. I might buy mm-hmm. just a big chunk of meat, and we might I might get like a a like a skull to put on top of it. And then just record me beating through that. <laughs> because, I mean, if you think about what that fucking would sound like. Yeah, I don't want to talk over your heads, audience, though. So we're going to back away from this one. But the the last thing you're going to hear in the movie is so fucked up that we just have to get it right. Mm. We just absolutely have to get it right. Um, So that's where we are, everybody. We we talked about festivals. We talked about audio. Now, there are people out there who gave money to Marlon and. it expecting some perks i did a giant blog post on this that you can read in um on the website quillanfilmproductions.com the perks are gonna they're gonna have to take a back seat because i can't spend the money i can't spend the the couple hundred bucks or whatever to make the t-shirts and produce the the i can't actually give you the dvds until after the festival run anyway because most of the festivals won't let you submit if you're if your DVD has been um, distributed, or if your film has been distributed anywhere, but I can give you the soundtrack as soon as it's done. As soon as we have obtained the funds to run the fe- to do the festival run, I can give you. I can start making T-shirts and that sort of thing. Um, the art book I'm gonna do on my own time. I'm hoping to have that done by Christmas, uh, and I would like to. I'll do a blog post about that later. But what I'm hoping to do is give people artists that we know. Uh, give people little scenes of the movie like check this scene out and make me a piece of art inspired by it or give them some pages from the script and be like all right go with this and make something and then we'll throw that in there and i'll throw up production stills and things like that to populate a book uh two things that oh really quick god talking about Marlon is such exhausting <laughs> it's as exhausting <laughs> as a workout but uh two more things that are going up that i never thought i would do that i'm going to put in the store to try and uh raise money for the festivals i'm going to put up The Marlin shooting script And not just one that I printed off the printer I'm going to put my shooting script With my hand scribbled notes And my doodles and drawings And profanity And pictures of dicks (laughs) Uh, I'm going to put my Marlin shooting script Up on the website And I'm also going to put The infamous or notorious um, Sizzle script Or cell script The first script I wrote for Marlin Mm -hmm. That has Julia in it Before Mm -hmm. we lost our special effects person With much more gruesome violence Much more graphic sex The the dirtiest, filthiest Most horrific NC-17 version of Marlin You could possibly get I still have that original script It's the one that I used to convince all these crazy people To do this thing with me I'm going to put that up online as well And uh, hopefully we'll be able to get rid of those two things (laughs) Although I'm sad to see them go Uh, Get rid of those two things And then take the money from that And go to Sundance or Slam or someone's garage—I don't know. Mm-hmm. Wherever we get accepted.
1: So, um, what about before you go to festival runs? You can do.
0: I can do a cast and crew screening.
1: screening, and
0: then I can do a small like friends and family screening mm-hmm. to get notes. But I can't charge any admission or admission. anything like sure. that, and people can't record it, and I can't give people copies. But so I can are do... we
1: thinking about doing that we're we're gonna do we're
0: definitely gonna do a cast and crew screening and (laughs) uh i will also be doing i think i'm gonna do a small a very small screening with a few of the people the peripheral people who weren't on the crew but who made the movie possible Mm -hmm. i'm gonna get them together and we'll all be able to sit down and watch watch uh hopefully what will be the festival cut of the film so we are going to do those two things as soon as the movie's done I'm hoping Now I've talked to Dan And Dan is saying Like early to mid-October Because it's gonna take He's doing a lot of mixing By himself and shit And he has a lot to worry about But If we wanna go To some of the bigger festivals We gotta get it done By like mid-September Or Mm late-September So I'm gonna help him As much as possible So hopefully These screenings Will be happening Late-September Or mid-to-late-September Or worst-case scenario Early-October Okay So that's when The two We're only gonna do Two screenings and then I kind of have to take the movie away from all of you for a little while so we can go to festivals and hopefully get a distribution deal and, you know, I can go make another movie with, mm-hmm. <laughs> with mm-hmm. richer people's money mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, uh, and continue, like, you know, start a career or something stupid like that. Uh, but as soon as the festival runs are done, as soon as we've exhausted our funds and the car breaks down and we can't take it anywhere else, <laughs> um, I will, as soon as the, we're done at festivals, I will get everybody their copy of marlin because this this bitch is basically done we're fucking cracking it out right now i know it's been exhausting shh, shh, shh. so exhausting that it has to uh to leave you wondering what's next <laughs> all our viewers at home uh, listeners not viewers stupid <laughs> asshole um so what are you gonna i mean once you're done once you're done with the artistic artsy fartsy color correcty grady stuff
1: artsy fartsy
0: yeah the stuff i'm crappy at um, what do you what are you gonna do next? What's 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 next up for you?
1: Um, go back to the real world and continue working forty hours a week
0: you, and hating myself. Okay, but you kind of been doing that anyway. So you, I mean, come on, you know what I mean. What's your next? Uh, what's your next thing? Just like once I'm done with Marlon, I go back to the novel, and once the novel's done, I go back to blah blah blah.
1: Um, well, you gave me the script for Mina Number One. I did. I would.
0: Mina number one being the comic book series The Bird and I have been trying to get a good oh my script God, for. God, what for five years? Five years, yeah. It's not that I haven't been trying. I've been writing script <laughs> after script, and she's just like, "I'm a picky bitch." This one's too stupid, and this one's too smart. This one's too uh, hot, and this one's too cold. But this one, that one that I wrote one's last time, just, just right. right. It took five years, but I got her a script that she fucking digs. Um. So, uh, is that what you're gonna do I, next?
1: I think I would like to work on that.
0: Jump onto Mina. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Um, our goal is both to be doing our creative jobs, to be doing creative stuff as a job when we get to Maine, and we got, like, half a year left to get there. Well, well over half a year.
1: that's the plan for you.
0: Well, I mean, if we if Mina number one hits, though, and someone's like, ooh.
1: I don't think I'm going to have enough time.
0: To finish it in Mm-mm. six months? Mm-mm. An issue in six months would be too much? Holy shit. Okay. Well, that's fair. Life is busy, dude. That's fair. I know. I understand. Um... Oh, believe me, I understand. Um,
1: yeah, this movie that was supposed to take one month to
0: no, 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 no. Years. The movie was never supposed to take one month. Shooting was supposed to take one month, post was supposed to take one month, and it was supposed to be done in month three. So it's gonna take. Oh, three. It's supposed to take we half haven't. a year from like the start of raising money to a final credits roll. <laughs> that certainly did not fucking happen. Uh, um, that's okay though. Speaking of speaking of movies and how long they take. <laughs> um you know you've talked yeah you've talked to uh you've seen me talking to mike a lot and talking to dan a lot and uh heard from the old twisted sitzer the other day and it sounds like once marlin's done and once we've finished the festival run and taken a breath they all want to do they all want to work on a feature again with me mike didn't really get much of a chance he got to shoot some of the later shit but uh
1: i think uh. i may have caught the bug
0: caught the bug yeah I'm kind of into it a little bit it's little kind bit. of it's kind of fun right doing the color grade
1: mm-hmm. no I want to um I want to shoot some shorts
0: you want to shoot some shorts Mhm. okay so would you be does that mean that uh we can expect maybe a little bit of involvement in the next quill film production um, the, this, maybe this, don't push
1: thing? your luck okay all right
0: <laughs> will you do the color grade so that I don't just keep throwing oh, filter after filter Hollywood blockbuster cool on everything um yeah, the next one we we're shooting, it's I'm, I mean I'm not gonna talk about it because we're working on Marlin and Marlin is life and Marlin is God. Shrek is love. Um, you haven't seen the video, you get there. So we're gonna, um, but we do have something kind of in the pipe for middle or late 2016, maybe getting something rolling. Okay. But uh, if that happens, would you be would you be on set? Would you be one of those director's wives and <sighs> color grader types? And
1: I can't be on set with you.
0: Yeah, no, you can't. I wouldn't be directing. I'm not. You di- wouldn't be directing? No, I'm not directing. You would be acting? Next one. Yeah. I'd, well, I don't know about acting. You'd have to talk to O'Connell about that. Mr. Mike O'Connell. What would you be doing? I would be helping. I would be writing the script, helping to write the script with Mike. Oh. Me and him are going to collab on that. And he wants, to, I want him to direct. He wants to direct. So genius. Like, let's let this fucking guy direct. Uh-huh. And then uh, hopefully I'd get to act. I don't know. I like acting. Acting is better for me.
1: Who's going to shoot it?
0: And then I would help on post. He's got a crew he works with oh, okay. and sitzberger's got a crew that he works with and mm. hopefully sits would get get himself involved to touch as well <laughs> anyway oh. this has kind of been marlin cast but next time we'll get back to just our our shenanigans i'll dig up some fun news stories mm. and we will just talk about the world and about hopefully life
1: you talk and about, comics
0: hopefully we do talk comics i haven't had much time to read them because i've been so busy doing I this know. shit but yeah next week we'll talk about how convergence is the worst fucking comic book Crossover Big event book Of all time Screw that noise Oh my god I just hit issue 7 I fucking hate it Anywho We gotta go Bird's gotta go to work So uh mm-hmm. Oh my god We're gonna do Molly it This is in. it This is it right here uh, th- uh That's it for Chatman and Robin This week I'm Max Peterson
1: And I'm Bird Holy podcast Chatman <laughs>